0: welcome to the dj mc buzz show broadcasting live to you featuring dj steve od bringing you the daily grind and life of a dj mc Yo yo, it's DJ Steve OD back for episode two. Thank you for everyone who tuned in to the first episode. Uh, I'm grateful, fortunate, and honored. Uh, the second episode, we are going to talk about this this episode and the next episode episode. We're gonna talk about tools, gear, planning, what does it take truly to be an effective DJ MC? Without further ado, though, before we talk about gear, there's a lot of other things that go into this. You don't wake up one day and say, gosh, I want to be a DJ. Or maybe you do. Uh, So, you know, pre-tools and gear discussion is today. First, most importantly, the main fundamental question you got to ask yourself is, do I have a support system? Do you have family friends colleagues and unfortunately money to put into this when you wake up and say i want to be a dj or hey you know i think i could do this is that support system in place that is critical 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 fortunately my wife supported me in this based on my past uh again running light sound for bands being in the music industry as well uh playing out uh, I did have fundamentals about being in front of people. That's most important. Um, do you have friends, fam- friends, family that you can run this by? You know, Are they going to support you? Are they going to be there that you can bounce ideas off of them? Do you have a mindset and passion? Do you have a mindset that you can actually conquer and make it through? Do you have the passion, the drive? Those are questions that you need to ask yourself. Can you do this? Well, you can do anything. You're your worst enemy when it comes to can you accomplish anything. But also importantly, can you deal with people? Because you're going to deal with a lot of people regardless whether you're a club DJ, wedding DJ, corporate, private party. You're going to deal with a lot of people. And sometimes you can't make everyone happy. But you can just have an open mind, be able to listen, you know, with with my company, when I'm onboarding someone, whether it's a wedding, a dance, uh, a corporate event, open their minds to discussion, tell you about their dream and their purpose and passion for this event. With that, you'll get all of the information that you need. Can you work in front of complete strangers? Yeah, I mean, fortunately, I came from a public speaking and uh, presentational background with my uh, corporate job. So yeah, that didn't bother me, but some people it does. Most importantly, you need to think about your brand. What am I bringing to the table? How am I gonna differentiate myself from everybody else? So when we talk about brand this is the big thinking part this is the big thinking part it's what's my name going to be what am i going to do what am i going to go after how will you be different you know i'll use myself as an example we customize every single music part based on the client's needs so whether it's the wedding procession uh before the seating of the guests, the introduction of the wedding party, the father-daughter dance, et cetera, all of those all of those items, I use an app called Vibo. Well, Vibo allows me to plan the exact timeline, all of the music pieces based on the input of the customer so that they have an intricate part, and when you guide them into picking and choosing that music, you have di- differentiated yourself from the normal DJ that just, well, here's my set list. Here's the set list that I always play for weddings. Now, of course, everyone takes requests. But you've got to have that mindset to work with people and really understand what they're wanting to do and what that vision and passion is for that event. How will you target? Like I said on episode one, lots of referrals. From friends, bands, etc., but also I started on Facebook. You know, I'm not telling you, you know, look, you got to rush out and have a referral system. No, you don't. You know, I, I'll tell you, if someone's having a party and you want to get into this, just tell them, hey, look, why don't you let me drive this?" Or create a party at your house or at a place or whatever and just say, look, I'm not charging you, but let's run through this. That works, too. Most important thing, you got to decide what your market is going to be. A club DJ, wedding, party, corporate event, etc., backyard parties, they all work. They all need your service. And what I mean by that is I get asked all the time, well, oh, hey, you know, your, your cost is a little bit more. I could probably have a Cousin Johnny play music. Well, you could. He's not a DJ MC. And the difference is, the MC part is the most important part, especially at a corporate event or at a wedding, because you are aligning and managing that timeline for all of those picture perfect moments. Absolutely, all of those picture perfect moments are so important. Like the uh, the the introduction, the whether there's a prayer or if you know the. Uh, the cocktail speeches, everything like that is so critical, and that's why Cousin Johnny can't do it effectively. And I also tell people, well, is Cousin Johnny going to be drinking at the event? That, that could be an absolute train wreck. Are they licensed and insured? That's the other piece you got to look into. The minute and most venues now require you to have insurance, fortunately, and it's not that expensive, you know. I would say, look, if you're going to do backyard parties, you probably don't need it. The minute that you step foot into a venue, you're going to need it because they require. It. Uh, I have a $2 million insurance policy. Oh, well, why is that important? Well, because at the end of the day, let's face it, if something falls over, someone trips over a cable and you didn't effectively uh, zip tie or or hide off your cables or someone is drunken event falls into one of your light stands it falls over and blah you're liable at the end of the day the dj's liable so having that insurance protects not only you protects the guests protects the bride and groom because the last thing you want is for the venue to come after them you know and and uh, another example cold sparklers yeah they're cool some venues allow them. Some don't. I don't particularly care for them because, God forbid, if the smoke alarm or the watering systems turn on, not only do you have an unhappy bride and groom that their day is ruined, but you also have a very unhappy venue that wants to be paid for damages. So there you go. The next thing I would tell you, you really need to start looking at the music. You know, if you're going to be a club DJ, music is of the most importance. And I would tell you, practice, practice, practice. And also, attend a bunch of clubs. Go and listen and analyze what the DJ is doing for that particular piece. You know, the reading the crowd, again, that people management, right? Uh, people watching, as I discussed on episode one. People watching, getting the music to energize the crowd and being able to blend that music. And, uh, you know, I'll use the example again. You can't go from a country song to 128 uh, beats per minute song. It just doesn't work. I always like to refer to it as the roller coaster hill. If you get a request for a certain song, you got to be able to blend that in at some point. You know what I mean? At a wedding, music and the mc skills are most important that's the that's the key critical piece for a wedding dj being able to read that crowd and monitor and drive that timeline and mc all of the critical pieces for a party or corporate i, I would say music important gear yes because a corporate event and that's a whole different discussion for next episode when we talk about just the bare minimum equipment that you will need, but for a corporate event, if there's 400 people, you're going to need multiple mics. You're going to need multiple uh, pieces of speakers, etc., lighting, etc. That's a whole different world. Now, I'm not trying to bore you, but do your market research. How many DJs MCs are in your area? Well. Quite honestly, it really doesn't matter. There's enough business out there for all of us. But look and see. Look and see and do that due diligence so that you're setting yourself up. Most key, I would tell you, listen to music. Whether it's for an hour a day, just look at all different genres of music. Look at look at the um, The top charts. What music is popular? Sometimes you can't remember the name of the song or the artist, but you know the song or vice versa. Look into that. Do your research on music. That is key, critical. Just immerse yourself with music so that you can actually start building. Okay, well, and again, I do things different. I use Vebo. My clients are inputting the music that they must have, and then I pepper or blend in certain wedding, um, playlists that I go back to or fall back on as filler. Perfect. Um, that, that, that's, that's super important. Um, set goals and objectives. So, Hey, you know what? I think I want to get into this. So I'm going to spend the next three, four weeks looking at market, looking at what is going to be my brand. Um, even practicing in front of a mirror talking on a microphone, you know, but definitely involve music into your life daily and listen to it. You know, uh, I, I can't live without Sirius XM, giving them huge kudos, but um, because I can look at different genres of music and listen to it on anytime I'm in the car, driving, even on the phone, etc. I, I also, um, subscribe to Spotify, and uh, you know, my, my, my personal mixer, the ReLoop Mixon 4, um, uses either Algorithm, Apple-driven, or Serato, but both of those, you can actually stream music on the fly from Tidal. Tidal works very well. I can actually take my Spotify list and convert it into Tidal, very awesome. And like I said, attend events, clubs, parties, other DJs, uh, like if if a DJ is going to be at a bar, go listen. Invest the time to kind of figure out what you're wanting to do. Make notes of what you see and you like. And then we'll start talking about, okay, well, how am I going to orchestrate that? And that's going to be a truly deeper discussion Episode two, episode three is on gear. Go start pricing gear. Go and look, you know, like Guitar Center or if you have a, a, a music city or something like that. Go and actually look and touch and feel equipment. Look around at Pro Audio gear, whether it's subwoofers or, you know, I, I, yeah, I use 18-inch subwoofers and 15-inch two-way mains. Those are for bigger events. Um, But I also love the uh, ElectroVoice 50M, Evolve 50M, because it's a column array. And quite honestly, my rule of thought is an event with 150 people or less, I can use those. Anything bigger than that, I need to go with bigger sound equipment so I'm not pushing and overdriving my gear. It's that simple. Go look and touch and feel. Uh, we'll talk about that in detail next episode, but definitely here's the other thing: subscribe to YouTube and follow other DJs. You know, I'll tell you for the past six years, I follow DJ Rick Webb, um, DJ Rachel is awesome, Joe Bunn. There are multiple, and just you know, they they do these gig logs where they where they show preparing for the event, setting up for the event, and then they show video clips of whether this was awesome when this happened, and then they show themselves playing, uh, actually you know, doing the DJ MC, and then afterward they'll talk about what worked, what didn't, those are so awesome. Follow everyone that interests you, that's, that's key. So not only listen to music, involve yourself with music, look and touch gear, work on that mindset, Work on your brand. Work on what do I want to accomplish and give yourself goals. Look, again, next four next four weeks, I'm going to involve myself on writing down notes on who I am, how I'm going to be different, what am I going to target, and can I do this? And again, offer to host a practice party or event. So like if you're a member of a, let's just say, an eagles or a moose or anything like that, or you have friends that have a basement and you know you, you hang out and listen to music, anyways. Hey, why don't we what would happen if we did a little DJMC thing at this party? That could work, that would get your hands-on experience before you're in front of a paying client, customer, or venue. We will go more into gear next episode, but I would tell you that the single most important piece to me is practice, practice, practice. Whether you're at your house or, or, you know, and and again, I love my iPad on the ReLoop because I can actually use the software on the iPad, put headphones in, and just sample mix songs together to see how they're going to flow from each other blending that without a doubt. I've had a lot of fun on this episode. I can't wait for episode three. Um, I, I'm fortunate, humble for those that, of you that have listened to this, but tune in next episode. It's DJ Steve O'Dea, and I appreciate you, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the DJ MC Buzz Show featuring DJ Steve OD. Stay dialed in for the next episode.